0: Hello, Internet, and welcome to the Friendship Snake Podcast. I'm your host, Wade Mariano, and I'm joined, as always, by... Trace Finacero. And...
1: Non-clever snake pun here, thing. Jesus,
0: two weeks in a row, Gunner.
1: I, 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 I'm sorry, I got, I, I, I got nothing.
0: You will redeem this episode, I'm sure. Of it. Speaking of redemption... Um, It's pretty negative around here, and it's going to get a little more negative on this podcast. But before we pour down with the rain, uh, Trace, why don't you tell us some positive things about the tech industry?
2: Hell yeah. Um, So one thing that I think is a little bit kind of ironic about what's happening right now um, on a global and also national scale is that somehow the the tech industry um, are still claiming to meet their goals. Um, today, I read an article saying that Microsoft plans to release a new um, Surface Book laptop, which is cool. Um, they plan to release that on its forecasted target date, which I don't entirely understand. Um, if they're not, you know, if, if it's not a critical leg of the business, maybe it's because these things were designed and... Um, and the designs were already approved and sent, so they're just waiting for the manufacturing to occur. I don't really understand. that. I also don't know how they're going to sell them. If maybe it's going to be a big online push, um, but that's not the most popular of the things. What's probably more popular is the iPhone SE is getting released at a four hundred dollar price point, which iPhone SE.
0: What's the like you? The previous is eleven. Is that correct?
2: So the SE is a more affordable version than the 11. And gotcha. it's, it's weird because Apple doesn't know when to get rid of some of their old devices. So um, at this point, I believe the iPhone 11 is actually not the best. You want the iPhone Pro? so they're kind of making ones that are better than the numbered versions they started it with the ipads the ipad um came out with an ipad pro which was much much better um, than the than the regular ipad line but now they have the se and the timing is almost perfect because people aren't going to be spending a whole lot of money on a flashy phone they just want a phone they want a phone that'll work they don't really care about um the you know how it how it competes with other people's phones so the fact that they're still planning on hitting that target, they also have some other equipment that they're working on, but a lot of that is rumored right now, so um, it hasn't been officially announced by them. But that's not the only thing. Um, Google uh, announced their Pixel 4a, and that's a more affordable version of the Pixel 4, right, which is their flagship phone. <laughs> so they have a, a, a newer, I think we lost Gunner. We sure um, did. That's fine. Um <laughs> <laughs> it's just normal now. It's cool too because the listeners can hear him drop off. We don't have to worry about editing all that stuff out. We just know it. Um, so the uh, the Google the Google Pixel 4a uh, is a more affordable version of the Google Pixel 4, um, and actually is going to have the hole punch where the camera is. Do you know what I'm talking about when I say that?
0: I do not know. No.
2: So historically, if you wanted a camera on the front of the phone, they needed to put like a small black line above the screen where the camera was okay, but they've been predicting this for a while that the screens are actually going to become so good that they'll be able to just put a little tiny black circle in the middle of the screen and it's gonna look like somebody like put a hole in your screen and the camera will actually be inside the screen itself
0: yeah like a little like uh,
2: oval almost yep, yep. But yeah but not my even phone is that um <clears throat> um it's it's like a perfect circle like just oh. the size of the camera lens okay, gotcha you know what I'm saying yeah. Yeah, um, and the screen goes around it. Does your camera come through your screen, or is it above it?
0: No, it's it's. I can see my background of both above and below. Like gotcha, the, where the, where gotcha, the hole
2: is. gotcha. Yeah, Google didn't invent the concept, but it's it's theorized that all phones will eventually have a hole punch for the front camera. Some people actually believe that the cameras will get so good that they'll be able to see through the LCD, and that the LCD will be able to just turn that section off when you're taking a photo. But we're not there yet. But that's huh. pretty cool. That's it's gonna be cool when our phones are there. It's gonna be scary too because that means the entire screen of the phone could be a camera, so you don't know when it's watching you. That would be <laughs> that would be weird. Um and the from what from what I've heard, the PlayStation 5 is still on uh on track for being released as, in the holidays.
0: Yeah, as far as I know, uh both the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X, they have not uh Talked about any type of delays or anything like that, and I mean, if there was going, to, if there were going to be delays, they would absolutely right now be be talking about them. You know what I mean? Because it's the holiday yeah. season when they're due out,
2: right? Uh, one of my friends actually called me this past week, and he said, "Hey, I'm, you know, I'm stuck home. I want to play some more games. And should I get into the PC side of gaming, or should I just wait until Christmas and buy a PlayStation 5? And I honestly couldn't answer. I'm like they both sound like terrific ideas. The PlayStation 5 will be cheaper, but they both sound like great ideas.
0: I mean, I, I guess it depends. Um, i I definitely think in the my opinion, anyway, a lot of games that are popular right now are not necessarily like pushing you know the 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 cutting edge of graphics technology. So I, you know what I mean? I think they're they've mm-hmm. worked on more on um running as efficiently as they can on more budget style systems. So I mean PC might be a decent Scott stopgap especially if he already has a PC. Now, if he's going from scratch then that's quite the uh <clears throat> yeah
2: it's been a, it's been quite a while since he's been in the PC uh gaming. So yeah, right. it would be it would be from scratch.
0: That's tough, especially with those the new consoles I don't believe they've come out with pricing yet, but Excuse me. They projected them. Uh, uh, some projections upwards of like seven hundred dollars. You know what I mean? Six, seven hundred bucks, f- even five hundred dollars is a large chunk of money.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm seeing like the some of the the new CPUs alone being in the in the hundreds of dollars. Whereas with a PlayStation Five, you know, probably be maybe for five hundred dollars. Would you would you guess starting price when it comes out? Yeah, a lot cheaper. It's always weird because Connor um, <laughs> <Gunner> keeps texting <laughs> us. He's like SOSing <laughs> us. Please help uh, me.
0: <laughs> it's always it's always weird with consoles because what they what they come out at like they some they, a lot of the times they come out at a loss because they know they're gonna sell so many throughout like the next few years that if they kind of set a, a set point, you know as the technology becomes cheaper to produce they'll make their money back on it with the you know what i mean with not to mention right. with like the with the exclusive only titles for like mm-hmm. each system you know what i mean like they'll make their money back with that as well so even
2: even nintendo made an announcement with the success of the switch they were saying we don't know if we want to keep making hardware that the hard that 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 making these platforms with games that are exclusive to the platforms uh welcome back gunner um <laughs> Are you there, Gunner? Did you make yes. it? Yes. Awesome, Gunner. Can you hear um, me? <laughs> even Nintendo <clears throat> made an announcement that they might be more interested in just being a content provider because, you know, with the with the failure of the uh, the successor to the Wii, the Wii U, with the failure of that, you know, a company can go under. And uh, growing up, you remember there was a lot of consoles that just died simply because the console itself wasn't successful, even though they had a lot of games that were terrific. Um, the console itself wasn't selling, um, and uh, if the console doesn't sell, therefore the games don't sell, and ends up bringing the whole industry down with it. So um, it does kind of make sense when you say that they don't mind losing a little bit of money uh, up front on the consoles because the new way to deliver those to deliver those games you have the you know you have these subscription services for some of the the consoles which you have to pay monthly just to get access to the games, and then with the other ones you have this new. Uh, digital storefront where the storefront is making a percentage on every single game sold directly through the store. So they're kind of becoming the retail uh, scraping off the money off of the top of the retail section, which you, you know, historically would have been, you know, like a GameStop or, or, you know, some walk-in video game retail store.
0: Here's a question I have. Um, So let's say Nintendo Although God, they were so successful with the Switch. Like, I understand their perspective, though. Like, you know, it would be, just make more sense to license. But here, here's the question: If let's say Nintendo says, you know, what, we're just going to license our games, we're just going to make, we're just going to become a game developer, essentially, with like pro- pretty much the most amazing IPs of any uh, game company. But how long before Nintendo becomes Namco or Atari or yeah. You know what I mean? Like where they're no longer in the driver's seat in this, they right. are. Uh, the,
1: the, 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 caveat is, is that Nintendo is really built around. Uh, Nintendo has always been built on the idea of the Apple model.
2: Who's got birds in the background.
1: That's me. I have runner ducks and turkeys and chickens and a fucking cat that's going to get punched in the face if he doesn't stop swatting.
2: (laughs) I guess we'll just deal with it. I think it's comical. I had to ask, though, because I know if I can hear it, then our listeners can hear it and they've got to be wondering.
1: It's why why I haven't had any real sleep in probably a month because we decided that, hey, we're going to get runner ducks and everything else in the house.
2: Oh my gosh. I don't even know what a runner duck is and I don't want to change the topic and I'm sorry to have interrupted. So Wade, you said they're go the way in Namco and Gunner.
1: What were you starting to say? Well, I'm just saying like Nintendo's always, uh, Nintendo has always had their, Namco's never been a first party company per se. Right, right. Um, There, you know, like you, you had SNK, which had the Neo Geo for the longest time, but that was, that was more just like, this was a home version you know they would basically run an arcade software on a home console and it was ridiculously pricey you know and the there's like it's it's changed a lot in the last like 10 15 years but there you know and i guess maybe that's maybe maybe it's a little too nerdy for most people but like japan had its own entire ecosystem of personal electronics so like there was you know like as weird as it sounds like you know like here we have like you have a playstation or you have an xbox or you have a whatever the nintendo console but in japan there's actually like different tiers of i was into the you know like you were into the system like they like at least during the 80s and the 90s like they had the msx and stuff like that but nintendo's always been like a whole systems perspective company
2: they have, but I mean, if you look at the if you look at the strategic release of Mario three in the United States, it's proof that the United States market is gigantic and it means a lot to them. Well, so yes. the, the yep. Japanese culture might have been might have been very significant for their business model when they started, but now they're in more of this global market, and even yep. more so. I mean, we're a consumer nation; we love to buy stuff. Yep. But we're very easy to just change our mind. And not buy stuff um which is why if you actually look at the the nintendo it was marketed in the in the states as an entertainment system they actually took all video game mentioning out well, of the console it was, Atari because Atari basically poisoned the they, well
1: on that, that
2: yeah they were afraid that that the united states was actually sick of video games and that they didn't want video games in their house anymore so they sold it with some weird robot that picked up Frickin, well, there was there essentially was ch- poker chips, which was a garbage robot, um but he does don't, live on don't,
1: don't you hate on Rob? Don't you He's, hate on
2: Rob? He sucked. <laughs> he sucked. The best part of Rob is when you could play him in Smash. Before that, he just sucked. There was only two games ever made for him, and they sucked. Yes. They, ju- they were just but, but, terrible. But don't hate on Rob.
0: I, I mean, can we agree that if Nintendo for some reason decides, not for some reason because it sounds like they are heavily considering it, that Nintendo just decides, you know what, we're getting out of the console that the market will suffer So and the market will be so, worse off because I gotta, of it. I gotta
1: ask because I missed I missed the lead up to this conversation. Where where is this coming? Like I hadn't seen anything about like hell as, as far as I knew this was with the Switch,
2: with the success of the Switch, Nintendo made the announcement that 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 staying in the console, staying in the console business is extremely risky for them because the Wii U tanked and When you put that much uh, time into development, fortunately, they were able to keep the games, which is insane, right? Yeah. Mario Kart 8 is the same game on the Switch as it was on the Wii. It didn't even change the name. I think they just called it like Deluxe or something because the graphics were a little bit better. I think they added a few bonuses so that those people that went out and bought it for the Wii U and had to buy it again, which...
1: um, as, I, as I talk over you, I'm sorry. But,
2: that, but but to Wade, Wade, to answer your question, because Gunner, I know you asked one trying to catch up. But to wait to answer Wade's question, I think I don't. I, the, the market will probably suffer, Wade. But I think it will be a long term problem. It's it's a similar problem to saying, what happens if Apple stops selling laptops? Right. The Apple laptop is fortunately, Apple is it somehow is allowed to just charge twice as much. As the competitor and still sell, they're very, very fortunate that they could still make money off of hardware. The vast majority of PC manufacturers don't have the high profit margins that Apple does. However, that curated experience, which I think answer, it, it goes to answer the question, Wade, that curated experience is what people have learned to expect with Nintendo, which means when I power on my Switch, I don't have to wait for a software update be- as it's booting up. I, it just works. I can still pop a physical cartridge in that thing with no internet at all and it works perfectly fine so i think to the 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 long answer to your question wade is yes the market will eventually suffer in the same way that they suffered when atari dominated they will grow sick of the experience and nintendo is keeping the standards higher just like apple is on a hardware perspective so gunner back to your question um about you know if if this is if this is actually concern of nintendo um I mean, in hindsight, it's easier for them to say no. But at that time, if you remember, the Switch actually tanked for the first year.
1: Yeah. Well, and I mean, like, I'm I'm not sure if you actually are familiar with the development history of it, but the Switch is effectively a repackage. It's the NVIDIA Uh, machine, right? the, The NVIDIA Shield, yes. Right. Their right. handheld console that they tried to launch with that same right. hardware.
2: Yeah, but you don't get a hardware—you don't get a hardware manufacturer like Nvidia, right—to curate a video game experience.
1: Well, they—they they tried, but they were
2: very bad at it. And right, that was, well, that, yeah, that. right, right. Speaking of completely off-topic, and we didn't, we didn't even talk that. about right talking about it. <laughs> and now, and now Gunner's leaving. Um, I was going to ask if um, I, I heard that the that the place the PlayStation has its own streaming service, right?
1: God it's like
0: uh off. Microsoft does mixer. I'm not aware of a oh, PlayStation have, one. I haven't heard of mixer. Um but what,
2: PlayStation what, what, don't they have their own streaming service gunner?
1: Um actually my understanding was is they they have plugins directly to Twitch or you know like they're they're they don't it's have the Microsoft. Own. Oh you're talking about their gaming their the the gaming service itself. No uh I'm not sure what they're. You know, there's no, a no, no there's no, PlayStation there's PlayStation Home. No or something
2: no no, like no no view. PlayStation now? View. They killed it. They killed it this January. Yeah. Oh. But view the PlayStation view, which actually was, was on the, t- I mean, it was, it's on the top 10 list of streaming services. But it, to me, that kind of, it kind of resonates the same, right? NVIDIA is trying to get into the gaming market. PlayStation's trying to get into the streaming television market. Right, it's just a strange to me. It's a it's a very strange position for them to put themselves in, despite the fact that they're 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 aligned perfectly for it because all of these people have these PlayStations at home that are perfectly capable of becoming you know essentially a fire a fire stick, um, but they obviously weren't effective. It, it wasn't effective enough for them to because uh, they shut it down in January. But all that said, we. We started off with some positive stuff, but um, you guys were talking about a video game clone uh, of Overwatch. That's All right.
0: Out. So, um, Tencent, the Chinese state uh, game company, uh, media
1: media 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 expander.
0: No, okay. not, no, So they took a. They essentially took they mashed two games up, and it's essentially a mashup of really first and foremost in my opinion it's most it's more counter strike with some flavors of overwatch in it so it is a first person first person like a arena shooter objective shooter very much like counter strike with bomb diffusions and things like that but each character that you pick has certain abilities um, right 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 that kind of that, that impact the game but and uh, the scary thing is is like Everyone and their mother, Valorant is the name of the game, but everyone of their mother is like, has a hard on pretty much anyone who's anybody in the streaming community has mm-hmm. a hard on for this game. What, like, what's what's this that?
1: Game. What's that like other MOBA like, uh, like something Knights or so, like you know, like all the freaking YouTubers have it as a sponsor now. Oh, are know. you talking
0: about Raid Shadow Legends? Yes. Oh God! Which, what a
1: piece of shit! Which, like, was installing mining software on your fucking PC and, and stuff yeah. like that. But and it
0: does make me wonder: like, did the did the did Tencent just start indoor like like handing checks out secretly to these streamers, or are they really enjoying it? Everyone, I mean, everyone is gushing over this game. And don't get me wrong; it looks interesting. Mm-hmm. It's Counter Strike with cool
2: with like cool. individual attacks. Yeah,
0: but there's a darker side to this that Gunner has significantly more information on it than I do.
1: So, um, you know, there's been this escalating war of anti-cheat uh, software that's going on. You know, like there's a, there's a couple of very, you know, like there's, they're, they're not black boxes per se. I mean, you can't change them, but you have steam, you have EASA.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, it, You know, like gearbox went to this interesting one where effectively the, the games never actually installed on your computer it dynamically compiles into a virtual machine so that you can never actually copy any of the content mm-hmm. to manipulate so tencent uh has this thing that they launched as part of this suite which is actually an expansion of the package that they originally used in the epic game store mm-hmm. which they call a uh, Valeron uh, game kit Okay. And it, it starts as a kernel module in the OS itself.
2: Oh, Jesus Christ.
1: So it has ring zero fucking privileges on it. Yeah. And it's all black box. There's no like, you know, there's there's no like disclosures on what they can, what they can do, what the control for, for process is. And yeah, it starts as a fucking, ker- but it starts as a fucking kernel service. Yeah, but what like, I've, what I've it.
0: also heard and correct me if I'm wrong, even if you uninstall valorant This yeah, no it's there game. and it it's stays active it, it,
1: yes yep
2: yeah well, it's it, terrifying t-
1: epic did the same thing and
2: you know i, I i've never cheated on video games
1: well they, and people,
2: people were i cheating. just started getting into it and the reason i did is because i joined this uh, anarchy server <laughs> which i just wanted to try it out because the videos looked pretty cool and i jumped yeah. on this anarchy server and um I, I learned by watching YouTube that everyone on the Anarchy server uses cheats, and it's not a matter of whether or not you use cheats. Everyone does. It's a matter of how much you pay for the cheats that you use or how you customize the cheats that you use to get the advantage over the other players. So, like, I'm playing on this server. I can see through walls. Um I can uh, I can set up I, I, I could tell it to to just to just do actions almost robotically. It has its own um, AI engine where it can just like pretend that it's that it's a human and it can you know do all of the things in the game that it needs to do. And you know I'm finally starting to wrap my head around this whole concept of cheating because I've never done it. I've only ever seen like you know like the like Valve had their own anti cheat and. One thing that I've noticed, and I, I I didn't anticipate this, is there's no way for the servers to find out, and this specific game is Minecraft, there's no way for the servers to know that I'm cheating unless I break the, the mechanics of the game. And that's something that I guess I just never really understood. Because I was raised in this culture of like Valve, where Valve puts the files on my computer, right? Yep. And you can't really modify those without, like, changing the checksum of a DLL. And you remember, Wade, when we used to play Counter-Strike, some servers would ban you if you just changed the texture packs. Right. Because the idea is is that you can change the texture of the walls to be clear, and then you could see people through walls.
0: Or also, I mean, even with less sinister, less diabolical, every every terrorist looks the same and every... Mm -hmm. Counter-Terrorist looks the same, so you don't even have to think twice. Like, oh wait, right. is, that, you know, is that is that is one that one of my guys or one of one of the other guys?
2: Yeah. So th- that idea that that the game can scan its own files, I now understand why. That's a very important part to raise the barrier to entry to cheaters, because I mean I've played on quite a few Minecraft servers they have no way of knowing that these cheats are running until I break the, the, the the game mechanics. And I wanted to know more about it. So I decided to run some of these anti-cheat plugins and the anti-cheat plugins can only detect. Like if I start walking faster than the game mechanics allow, then it starts putting warnings in the console log and then eventually it boots me. So it's kind of a reactive way of detecting cheating. So for it, it, To any game developer's credit, I understand why the only possible way that you can know for certain that somebody isn't cheating is if you have 100% control of the in-process memory of that game. And the only thing that can be changed in that game is something that's sanctioned by that game developer. That said, installing a rootkit on a computer is fucking terrifying. (laughs) Because... It's it's a, it's like a question I get asked sometimes. With I'm a, writing my own product, and people say, "Hey, does your product automatically update?" And I think I find this question an interesting one. And and I promise this will this will segue back to the original topic. I say to people, I say, "No, but be, because we haven't figured it out, we don't know how to automatically update our software." And of course, the naive response is, "Well." Firefox does it. Google Chrome does it. There's so many other apps on my computer that just automatically update. So it shouldn't be that difficult to auto update. However, what those people don't know is that in order for Google Chrome to auto update, there is an auto update service running with more rights than you on the computer. That is constantly checking for updates. And then when there is updates, it grabs those files, puts them into a location. And when you restart Chrome, it swaps the updated files with the ones that were there. Now you've got a new version of Chrome and you're happy because you're more secure. However, all it takes is to find a flaw inside Google Updater. And now you've completely compromised that computer. A rootkit is even scarier because it's not a process that's running on the computer. It's a process that runs before the operating system boots. and that's fucking terrifying here's I have a
0: here's my uh, two- part question, I guess. Um, Garner might know more about the the politics of it, but I can't imagine that China would ever allow, for any of its citizens to install this software on any of their computers.
2: Like, what do you mean? Unless like, that's they were the whole part point. of it. Unless they were part of it, Wade. Right. Well Which means I'm they, own the, saying, they own the decryption keys for all right. of that content. I'm saying if
0: it was an American-made game oh, and it correct. had this on right. there, I can't believe
1: that they would allow their citizens oh, no. to download yes. it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 a it is a you know, because of the dysfunction and just general ignorance of, of the ruling class of America, it's not going to get handled correctly unless, I mean, there's there's a whole bunch of stuff. Like, I can't see this surviving the EU because there's massive GDPR. You know what? though? Fuck the, fuck the
2: GDPR. I'm sorry. I I am I'm, I'm risking off topicing this thing, but fuck no, but- the GDPR. I am so sick of websites asking me to uncheck sixteen fucking checkboxes. In order to tell them that they can't spy on
1: me. It, it No, listen. I'm not saying that GPR It's a, it's, it's was a terrible the law. Biggest backfire I have ever seen. But it, it's unfortunate. Broke the fucking internet. Well, it, no, it's a terrible law. The problem is, is that it is it is it is a in theory a less terrible scenario than what the fuck people were just doing before. Well, do and not again,
2: do, do not track. Do not track by fucking default. What the fuck? <laughs> Do not track by default. The browsers came out with it, Gunner. Mm-hmm. They all no, no. agreed on it, and yes. then the websites were like, "Fuck you, we're going to track you anyway." Mm-hmm. And then, and then all of a sudden, the the EU, thinking that they're fucking smarter than you know the people that write the web browser, said, "You know what?" We're making to make a regulation, and if you sell a product in Europe and you have more than this many employees or more than this many website users, now all of a sudden, you need the person's explicit permission. But what that's done is it's giving these websites the fucking flexibility to put twenty five fucking checkboxes, right, to opt out of all of these privacy concerns. And have you installed Windows ten lately? It oh yes. Does the same bullshit. Yeah. And I'm sorry. When you inconvenience somebody to offer them privacy, you're not offering them privacy. When you make them go through all of these different, uh, if you make them jump through all these hoops in order to say, no, please don't fucking track me. They're just going to click next. They're not going to go into advanced. And it's at the point now where like, and I know I'm ranting, but man, the GDPR sucks. I mean, it's great in concept, but it fucking sucks. It's like Obamacare. It's great in concept, but it fucking sucks. Um, I don't see the average person unchecking these options. I don't see the average person actually paying attention. And they do weird stuff where like the allow button will be like, like huge and it'll be like a bright blue. And then the settings will be like fucking light gray on a fucking dark gray background. You could barely even read it as if you don't even have the option to turn off tracking. So yeah, you're probably right. The, the EU will not, will not allow this type of um, behavior. And because of that, um, it'll probably, you know, force, force China just, to do weird things.
1: Or they just distribute a client based on geolocation.
2: You know, um, in the printing industry, because I sell printing software, and which all of our listeners know, all seven of our listeners know that. So I don't <laughs> need to say that anymore. And I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, we have we have some customers, and I probably said this before, we have customers here in the States that they, they want to use... Uh, some of these printers as if they came from China, even though they bought them here, right? Mm-hmm. So like, like let's say you're in Chinatown and you're printing a receipt. It doesn't make sense for the receipt to have just English on it because a lot of your customers only speak, you know, uh, 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 some type of the the, the the Chinese language, not necessarily English. In order to get the firmware for that printer, it's like a one-year export process from China. So when my brother and I had wanted to, you know try to figure out if we could get one of these printers working with our program, we had to go back and order like a model that was discontinued because it was the only one that had like the export approval from China, because that firmware was created with the agreement of the Chinese government. <clears throat> so back to the point, it's fucking hypocritical that they're allowed to spy on us and they would never, ever, ever let us spy on them and that they have these very, very strict export restrictions on the stuff that they do offer to us. Um, And that said, they're stealing all of our data and they're going to uh, use it and, against us.
1: And, and our personal protective equipment.
0: Well, I mean, <laughs> what's our, so what I would like to discuss next regarding this topic is what's a worst case scenario for this? Like, what what at what lengths could they affect your average user or well, anybody with this installed on their system.
1: Oh, I mean, like, and the, the, speci- the specific case of this, it's not even everything. necessarily them. They own your computer.
2: Yeah, everything. They own all of your data. They straight up.
1: They like, own yeah, every so, single ounce
2: of your data. Every watch want you do. All, now, your, it, all
0: your banking logins, all your yes, anything, cash, anything, everything. anything any communi- any communication, everything.
2: and it'll be installed. It'll, it'll be found. Seriously. It'll be found, stupid, right? Stupid stu- 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 stupid, people. Who, it'll who be d- found because it's, it, it's convenient. Even a rootkit can be monitored. It's yeah. not easy, but it can be monitored. What you need is you need to have a computer that's actually virtualized, right? And you need mm-hmm. to monitor the low-level I.O. that's going on.
1: Well, and that's 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 what the crazy thing is, is that effectively we're at a point where if you – I mean, like, I, maybe you could argue that we've been here for a while, but like I – don't I have one PC that's running Windows natively? Everything else is virtualized, and I don't do anything I care about on that machine that's running Windows 10 as its primary OS. I mean, it's just a gaming machine that you know it's 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 on its own. Fucking and this VLAN. is one. It's it's just, one thing I have to
2: say about the Apple tax is the Apple tax does buy you privacy. By the Apple tax, I mean that extra price you pay for that curated Apple hardware they do give a fuck about privacy. Yeah. They they do, they do not ask to just blindly share all of your data with fucking with with third parties and uh, you know AI bots and stuff like that. They do respect your privacy. It's one thing Apple's pretty good with. And also Apple's actually kind of stepped stepped the bar up. It pisses off some developers, but the security that they've put on the Mac is is actually up to par with the i with the with the phones um, of today's generation, and what I mean by that is, um, do you remember? You remember like getting your first smartphone, and you're like, well, where do my files go? Like, yeah. how do I? Yeah, like like how do I just like like save a file and then reopen that same file? And that concept just doesn't exist on a phone. I mean, you kind of like on Android, you do have like a downloads folder. Mm-hmm. So Android's kind of broken out of that a little bit, but on iPhone, you really don't have that option. It, it, there isn't like a centralized like storage location. And the reason for that is is because you want your apps to be completely isolated from each other. So if one app has a security vulnerability, um, another app can't exploit that and and even even more importantly than that is is that if one app has like something stored like your credentials another app can't just cross over and read those credentials they're completely the term that they use in computing is sandboxed but they're completely sandboxed from each other like they're all they're both in their own little sandbox and they can play in that sandbox but they can't get outside of it. Well mm. Apple has actually introduced the same sandboxing in their desktop. And the reason I say it bothers developers is because it's fucking annoying. I, by annoying I mean the first file that you download with Chrome says, "Can Chrome have access to your Downloads folder?" I'm not kidding you. A folder created for the web browser, right? Cuz you have to download to begin with. The computer actually asks permission if you can, you read right there. And it sounds stupid, but it actually makes a lot of sense because if you don't explicitly give Chrome permission, how do you know Apple or how do you know Google isn't just reading stuff out of your Downloads folder at any point in time? Hmm. What if the download was like your login information from your bank, right? Like w- what if it was something that was like a business secret, like a, like a spreadsheet based on you know how much loss your company has anticipated for this year? There's a lot of information that really, really needs to be secure. And Apple's gone above and beyond to start to sandbox that even on the desktop perspective, right? Which I assume that's where this 10 cent rootkit is living is it's living on the Windows desktop for the most part right now. Yes. So I'm interested to see if, if they'll ever support Apple. Fortunately for Tencent, nobody games on Apple.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, That's a, I mean, that's a pretty good point. Um, furthermore, if, if it does become a concern, yeah. I actually have some faith in Microsoft, nobody even though has
1: fun, nobody has fun on Apple, even Apple. <laughs> I have some
2: faith in Microsoft because I have a feeling that Microsoft will start to block the third-party uh, rootkits from loading their operating system if it becomes a serious security vulnerability. But, you know, I mean, how hard is it for for Tencent to just keep this on the back burner and then well, weaponize it in the future?
1: So, so, so here, here's the thing. We're at a point now like when the game that you're trying to run is going to require you to tur- enable secure boot, otherwise it won't work. Yeah, like, uh, you know, like that they're, they're, they're we've let we've let things kind of wander that far, and like mm-hmm. some someone someone needs to get their head kicked in, as it were. Now, as but, far as
0: wiping this out, like, how what would the uh, what would the lengths you'd have to go to to get this completely out of your system off your mean, system?
1: If it's a secure boot scenario, then effectively you're gonna have to write you're gonna have to, like you're, you're talking re- you reinstall, reinstall your operating machine. system. Yeah, yeah th- you're this is just reinstall. Yeah, you'd
2: reinstall your operating system. Um, so one thing is the, oper- the 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 computer usually ships with a read-only section where you can reload your computer from, and it yeah. will be the factory image that it came with, and all of the Ooh. bugs too, right? All yeah. the patches have to be downloaded and reapplied. So so reloading the system will get rid of a rootkit. Um, absolutely. Man, it's just,
0: it's just crazy to me. It's I don't – like now, I understand in the beginning no one really knew enough about it maybe, but, I mean, now – and this game is still in early access. I don't think this is actually full release yet. And maybe it, maybe it has full released, but I just, I can't and, imagine potentially compromising all that information for just a game.
2: And Microsoft wanted to get away from this idea that, that the app developers had full control over the computer. They wanted to move everyone over to their app store. They said, hey, publish in our app store. That way we can curate these software providers. Um, and and also by being in the app store, there's certain things in the operating system you simply can't get to. They wanted to sandbox apps just like, uh, just like Apple is moving towards and just like all of the mobile devices already have been doing. Unfortunately, they got a lot of backlash. And the reason that they got backlash is because there are things that needed to be done on the desktop. Like like this, like anti-cheat, for example, that you simply couldn't do in a sandbox environment. You needed to have more control over the computer, over the files that are being written um, to the computer, side-loading, what's going on in memory. So um, there was actually a lot of backlash. I believe it was from Epic. Um, I could be wrong about that. And we, we covered it on a previous episode, but there's a lot of backlash from them. Um, and they pretty much called out Microsoft. They said, the, the, your store sucks and you really can't. You, you really can't force people to go to your store if the experience isn't going to be as good and, and as if you were to download and install it.
1: And then Epic attempts to force everyone to go to their store <laughs> and install root kit, install rootkits on your PC.
2: Since then, though, uh, Microsoft's actually allowed the, the classic style installers um, in the classic style, you know, not sandbox stuff to be published in its store because they realized that they had to pick a dying store with really secure apps over a successful store with less secure apps. So they ended up deciding to go to the, to, uh, to the less secure route because uh, the consumers would be happier, the game publishers uh, would be happier. Hmm. Um, that said, though, the idea of, of a rootkit is interesting. And as a consumer, because I think security is important, as a consumer, you have the option to either trust what something does or trust where it came from right? And in order to trust what it does, you have to know what it does. So you have to be able to monitor it. And that's tricky. And the only thing you can really do is just hope that some like really smart people on Reddit, already went through all of the different, right? You hope you find that Reddit post saying, no, I vetted this and this looks good. Um, I don't know much about the, 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 the publisher, but it looks good. You know, an example of that is you guys have heard of Bendy and the Ink Machine, right?
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: That's produced by a company called Meatly Games. And prior to Bendy and the Ink Machine, you didn't really know who they were. So when you're installing their software on your computer, how do you know it's not spyware? you don't really know especially no, so when it's free because th- th- there's actually there's actually an implied contract that that you can't expect warranty out of something that's free at least in the united states i don't know if all countries are this way and 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 reasonably so there's an implied contract when you do pay money for something so it's reasonable to expect a software publisher does not steal your data because you gave them money, right? That's right. a reasonable expectation. But it's not reasonable to be upset when they do steal your data, you know, even if it's just anonymous usage data. You know, that's stuff that a lot of people want to keep private because it's really not anonymous, right? Because you go to Facebook and now all of a sudden it's plastering you with it's, the things you were looking at earlier that day. It's not really anonymous. Right. Um, um so it's reasonable that when you do consume something free like Facebook, that it, it comes with strings attached. So, uh, you know, from a consumer perspective, how do you know? How do you know that Meatly Games isn't installing a virus? And what what, what happens is you just kind of wait. You know, you either jump on the bandwagon, you don't give a fuck, or you wait, you see how the public reacts to it. And then after a while, you say, you know, what? I kind of like this game developer. You know, and then, you know, chapter two comes out and they do charge money. It costs five bucks or it costs 10 bucks. And you're like, fuck yeah, I'm going to give them my five bucks. I played the whole first chapter for free. I like the developers. They're coming out with good content. I'm going to give them money. What's interesting is when a giant like Tencent comes along. Because they can do anything that they want. Right. They can make the best game on the planet. But how do you know to trust them?
0: Well, I don't think you can. Especially when it's, it's not like some, it's not exactly like you're here in America. When you think of like your company, you know, it's not, it's not like it has the backing of the government. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, and the, and the government can ultimately make the decisions on it. You know what I'm saying?
2: Right. right. And, and to, to, to be honest, I don't trust the government. Um, and, and I mean that, I mean that in, in the most sincere of ways. I don't believe our government is advanced enough technologically to even, know how to vet this stuff, right? China, yeah. like somehow the government just does, right? It, they just turn it into regulation, which completely like separates them from the rest of the world from China, a communication and China, products China, perspective.
1: China's not a good, China's, the CCP is not a good faith actor. So, you know, right. right.
2: I, but in the I, uh, States, I don't think we trust them. We would rather have Google Chrome tell us if it's a bad fucking vendor because we yeah. know that Google at least had like really, really good, like some of the world's best engineers, the same guys that wrote the Google update program, which hasn't really leaked my data in the last 15 years that I've been using a Google product on my computer. So we're like, no, we kind of trust their engineers. But what has the government done that was state-of-the-art technologically?
1: Well, um, I mean- <laughs> the, that's a good yeah, point. <laughs> you know the the government, the, the government, gover- anything that's cutting edge that the government has done is either somebody they paid somebody way too much fucking money that they also like for some reason when they sign the agreement they don't have exclusive access to it like lucky <laughs> fucking special access programs uh, or they just steal it yeah. like uh, I, I can't remember what the what is it uh, I think the two things they have they have a, they have a law that basically says that if they consider. It something that can be used in the, in the interest of national security, they can just take yeah. your shit. Right. Like as it promise, which was like the database integration software that modern, the modern NSA was built on. And I think there was some awesome thing, like a, a dude invented a coupler design. Or he has a couple, he had a coupler design that they stole that basically they use for tapping subsea cables. Cause it's basically, it's a way of cutting a hole in something without ever actually exposing it to air.
2: Dude, I had no idea. I I'm so fucking I'm so naive sometimes. I had no idea that our internet is connected to the rest of the world through underground for fucking sea cables. Yeah, I had no clue. Did you know that Wade?
0: Uh, I think I Gunnar had mentioned
2: it before. I had no I remember fucking before. Clue. I thought kind it was of like satellites and stuff. I and thought the weather just, would throw it off, right? Yeah, and the latency would be
1: worse. Yeah. Um, you know, I, it's why you have look. Yeah, you have local caching for stuff. But yeah, it, it's all it's all undersea cables. Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy fucking concept. Well, um, and it's what you get. It gets even crazier because like you get the ones where it's like the fiber cables and like it's this weird alchemy science where the late the cable itself is a laser amplifier. So like they don't have to put power. They don't have to run power across the Atlantic or the Pacific it's, it's the, the light itself just actually boosts the like the light mm-hmm. triggers it into just this giant laser that's going down this glass fiber all this way.
2: So we got 15 minutes left. So speaking of connecting people, I'm going to jump into the next one. Yes. Um gunner this is your topic. I'm just going to open it up and say um Zoom sex parties.
1: Yes. So I don't know, like I have you guys had to do any Zoom business meetings or anything like that? Or I've been, using, work, so. we, I've been using Work,
2: so I've been Zoom for years because I work from home. Yep. So yes, but not not jumping into any of the new ones. Like okay. since the since the coronavirus, it's just been the normal well, standard desktop support stuff I do.
1: Because for whatever reason, Teams and Slack and everybody else. I mean, like, not that you can trust anybody, but Zoom. Zoom became the new hotness when the COVID thing started because it just like, oh, you don't, have, you know, like it was, it was, it was dumb. It's it was, a cool name. Yeah. Uh, it's a cool name. Um, but, you know, and again, there was a whole bunch of stuff that early came out where people were, um, so they had no, they have no actual usable security model in the app. So people could just randomly join the room <laughs> without being invited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um there was a p- bunch of issues like people because people were using it for classes and stuff like that and guys mm-hmm. were jumping on with it
2: yeah zoom bombing is like just a normal thing Yes. How
1: fun is that got to be though? I mean, it sucks that the security
2: was bad, but 99% of the time you're jumping onto either like some family conference, right? <laughs> Where you have like, like dad's like seven hours away from his son and they're just talking about personal stuff and you just jump on in a chicken suit, right? You're like, you've been zoom bombed and then jump back off. Um, I mean, once in a while you might get something critical, but but most of those companies already vet their remote access software right like a lot of them had already blacklisted zoom because its security protocols were too low right am i wrong
1: no google google said, google has specifically forbidden because they can't they they can't trust anything yeah and what come what you know and again there's there's a whole bunch of a lot of people are trying to make hay out of just being angry right now but as it can't as it's come out, you know, and then more and more as people actually started looking at what's going on under the covers of this, um, Zoom has significant investment from Chinese state companies. Of course,
0: of course.
1: <laughs> and what they were doing is that so they were finding that uh, traffic was being randomly routed, not in, which didn't you know because the way the Zoom client was supposed to work, but traffic was being randomly routed to China. Uh, that the Chinese government is doing real-time uh, observation of Zoom meetings in country itself. And like they were doing an interview uh, talking about the uh, the problem with the zoom bombings. And when they were talking with the, the representative from the zoom company, he, they were saying that well as part of this they're going to crank up their machine their, their, their what is it basically their, their content mediation on the platform and you know, like the reporter didn't really put the screws to them at the time, but basically what's what they're saying is that zoom is monitoring every single communication that goes through their chat network and they're doing machine. They're basically doing real-time surveillance and testing it to to basically identify if the content does not comply with their terms of service. And to do that, that means they have to listen in every conversation. (laughs) Jesus Christ. And so, besides people just being able to join a Zoom chat, you know, and it's like you know, if you're talking about something confidential, it's like, oh, by the way, um, even if you're not a party in this actor Zoom, you know, you, you like, I don't know what the deal is with Slack. I don't know if you can trust them, you know, like it, it, it it's its own thing. Or blue jeans? Uh, actually, didn't blue jeans got bought by Verizon? So right?
2: I, see, Slack is very expensive. Yes. So. That's one that's so to me, it's like, well, they're very expensive. I believe it's a US based company.
1: Yeah, Microsoft, like Skype, Skype would be perfect, except Microsoft took away end to end encryption. And the whoever the management board was at Microsoft that ran the, the, the Skype team. Mm-hmm. Just fucking plowed face planted that product right into the ground. Um, FaceTime is fantastic,
2: but unfortunately, Apple won't get their head out of their ass and they only offer it for their own devices. Yeah,
1: it's, it's, think- a value, it's a value add for being on OS X or iOS.
2: And Google has Google had the Hangouts, um, but mm-hmm. th- they've been trying yeah. to kill that off for a long time. And it's, I don't know when they're going to kill it, but it's, it's, you could tell it's dying because it hasn't received any new features in like in like five years I but I'm I'm amazed they have a new hangouts meet that's supposed to replace it but I don't really (laughs) talk to
1: I haven't really talked to anybody that uses it and well that's the thing is that like I don't Google I I can't believe that Google and Microsoft and maybe maybe these are just maybe this is a product that like maybe this is just a product category that you can't make a go of it. Like right. Slack's super expensive because they took a whole bunch of venture capital. What else Skype? Oh, oh, uh,
2: That's the Microsoft one he's talking it, about. So
1: there's, there's mean, teams, Microsoft
2: also has teams. Yeah. Which is I'm supposed to, I've heard it. They, they're doing fantastic.
1: No, t- yeah. Team, no teams is uh, the only reason that teams has not taken over. They're late to the game is that they're late to the game. But yeah. yeah, Slack Slack is Slack is making it, Slack is making it very difficult. Yeah, so
2: I'm, I mean, I think I have to. I think I pay for Slack. You You can get a free account, but you only get fifteen thousand messages, which seems like a lot. But if you use it a lot, that means you can't scroll back more than fifteen thousand messages. So let's you have let's say you have fifteen channels, right? That means you only get like about a thousand messages per channel and it's still not a big deal, but sometimes you want to go back on a conversation and you want to have that historical information. And in today's day and age, you just want it forever, right? It's like, well, how many bytes does, does, does that, does that conversation really take up? I should be able to search on it forever. So that's how Slack gets the money, but it's 10 bucks a head per month, which is insane. Considering all you get is the ability to chat with each other. I mean, it's got some other features, but that's a lot of money. Just to put it into perspective, Google's entire Google Suite, which gives you chat, it gives you your dedicated email address at your company name. Um, it you could park a website there. It gives you full blown administration, like like how the schools use it, where you actually are like signing into your computer network. It gives you, I believe, twenty gigabytes. Um, That number might be a little bit off. 20 gigabytes of storage inside Google Drive. And that cost $5 a month per person. Slack charges twice that just so that you can send messages to each other. Very expensive. Um, But Zoom kind of makes sense because nobody's come to this market with a cool name, right? WebEx is a dumb name. It sounds like somebody that you dated only on the internet that you're no longer dating. They're my web X go to my PC or go to meeting. It's just an ugly word. Like it has a verb in the product name, right? Go to meeting. I think that all like, like all of these old legacy web conferencing technologies all needed to be stomped into the ground, like legacy garbage that they are. And we needed something that took over. And by the way, if you've ever used any of those, they aren't good. Like, most people use Skype and FaceTime and they're fantastic. But if you've ever used like like go to go to meeting, like there are so many like like little like like things you got to turn and drop down and click and, and it's it's very complex for a basic user to jump into. They they don't know where to click, they don't know where any of the any of the menu bars are. Whereas well, you know,
1: it's it's also one of those things where it was a product that got bought by a bigger player and effectively was frozen in right.
2: Right, right, right. Bad
1: state forever.
2: It's like selling a piece of software to IBM. It's like it will be supported for the next fifty years, but don't expect it to get better.
1: Hmm. So, um, so what's up with the sex parties? So, one of the where this where this came up is that you know besides the besides the the bombing itself, uh, because people have not been able to be in actual contact with each other. People have been getting more and more bold with like just doing different activities in Zoom, and one of the things that they talk about is basically just a bunch of people getting naked and being weird together, just, you know, being crazy together. Mm-hmm. And now China has, has all their techniques. <laughs> well, has all yes, has all their the dingle dangle wangle wangles. Um, but the other thing is, is that they are doing because of just the advent of vision processing. What they're saying is that they're terminating these calls as quickly <laughs> as possible because they've identified them as they
2: have a penis algorithm. Yes, they have a penis algorithm. But, uh, but, but, but think about them. it. Their
1: default. Their default reality is is this a penis? Is this a penis event? Yes. No. Yeah. You know, I, I've seen these, Gunnar. Have you ever had to deal with the penis algorithms
2: in your professional line of work?
1: Uh, I mean, not personally, uh, not at least at, at my, my my day gig. But yes, am, I'm, I'm familiar with.
2: They are so weird. So, um, so what it does is it do, it does like facial recognition, but it, instead of looking for a p- specific face, it looks for genitalia. And um, <laughs> oh man, I'm so glad that this was brought up. Um, so, I worked in the um, in the insurance industry for the last six years, and with in the insurance industry, there's actually a lot of personal injury photographs that make it through into the into the computer system. But the computer systems were designed for environments that aren't supposed to be exchanging nudity. So what would happen is like 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 a woman might have she might have gotten into a car accident and her and the images of her um, have to be put into the computer system and maybe there's a bruise underneath like one of her breasts. So a, a top a photo of a topless woman is making it through all of the different computer systems. <laughs> And the, the freaking penis algorithms are like, they're like quarantining all of these photos. And then you have to manually review them, which is almost worse because now instead of just the person who has to process like this, 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 this injury um, on the computer system, now like the IT department has to actually like, like sit there and go through all of these nude photos and pass them through. And that part's okay. I mean, that's just, you know, it's just part of content filtering. But what gets interesting is the ones that get flagged where there's no penises in them. And what we do is we would all huddle around the screen and try to figure out where the invisible penis is because you know that those computer algorithms found one somewhere.
1: Well, you, you remember like when we were when we were playing with this at um, well, not the penis part, but we were playing with OpenCV uh-huh at, um, at Turning Stone. yeah. and we did that one analysis and it found the ghost guy in the painting. Uh-huh. It's so creepy. And then you look and you look really close. You're like, holy fuck,
2: there is a person there. It's just shadows. But I could totally see how the computer thought it was a real person. Or, yeah, like maybe it's an actual, like in the background, like in the painting. Yeah, that's hilarious. Um, So that's interesting. That's very interesting. Well, we are almost out of time and animals are being I fed to animals, Wade. I, don't, I have genitals.
0: Yeah, it's... Uh a german zoo uh of course it's a german zoo yeah right like it's actually kind of surprising that i mean well, I, I know think- i know germany's gonna hit it hard but i didn't I think we we're gonna get to the point where they had to the the new munster zoo in new munster northern, northern germany new munster is in northern germany apparently uh the covet is kind of decimated their business and the only way for them to feed the animals is essentially to like feed the apex predators with uh <laughs> some of the animals that would be on their natural food chain there
2: did, which did is they, they fucking say which horrifying.
0: one um I'm reading through the article and it's not giving too many of the gory details which i'm kind of happy with but apex um, predator i have to think tigers you think of tigers you think of lions you think thinking wolves um,
2: and then some of the, which probably- means, which means that Joe exotic must be, they must consult him.
1: Um, well, I mean, I, I, didn't have enough, I, I don't make have a jail, jail phone call Tiger King
2: yet. <laughs> make a, <laughs> make a jail phone call. Spoiler alert. He's in jail. Make a jail phone call and get him too. on the phone. He's got the COVID.
0: He's got the AIDS. That one from what I hear.
2: <laughs> Joe exotic has AIDS.
0: I've heard from his uh, apparently his his sister was uh, came out and said he's he's HIV positive. Damn,
1: AIDS. No idea. So he
0: doesn't have AIDS. He has HIV. Sorry. Do you
2: think? Do you think he's going to be pardoned?
0: I I don't really. To be honest, you, I didn't get depen- on the Tiger King bandwagon, so I, I don't really dep- have any skin in it, it, the game.
1: It depends on. It depends on if uh some certain people whose names will not be mentioned think they can make any hay out of it, or they can use it as a distraction.
2: So apparently, his his first uh, his one of his first um, partners uh, did die of HIV in in two thousand one. So it's a plausible rumor.
0: Uh, here's a little excerpt from this. Though it's unclear which animals would be slaughtered first, a polar bear named Vitus, which stands <laughs> nearly twelve feet tall, would be the last animal to go. So Vitus will outlast them all. <laughs>
1: Because they, 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 they need those genes. Those polar bears oh are going Doesn't he
2: just sound like the last one to live?
0: Well, it's just like sad. Like the first picture is like a little baby seal next to its mom. It's like, oh, God, a sea lion. Excuse me, mm-hmm. sea lion. It's like, fuck, that's terrible. Well, I guess my my thing is, well, I guess you really can't. You can't really let them out in the wild. They'll be fucking eaten out there, too. You might as well feed them. The animals that might last—it's still terrible, though. The
2: thing is, is that most most of the laws protect the endangered species, but not necessarily the ones that aren't. So, even though it would make logical sense to say, "Ah, eh, you know what? We have more tiger cubs coming this year." The we can actually euthanize some of these tigers so that the rest of the zoo can keep going. The laws actually protect the tigers, so it's like, okay, well, just. I guess we're just going to throw some fucking sea lions in there and see what happens. Oh, it's not funny at all. Although that is what they do. No, I we didn't, we didn't I've, invent. I've, we well, didn't yeah. invent them eating other animals.
0: No. It's uh it's kind of fucked though. It's uh ugh.
2: So, it's a little bit of a spoiler alert with Tiger King, but the feeding of the animals actually is such a big problem that Joe Exotic figured out that if he bought expired meat from Walmart, then he could actually feed his tigers way cheaper. So, here's like a question throwing hot dogs at him and stuff.
0: I've not heard a good thing about this guy. He sounds like a real piece of shit. What is uh, everyone's obsession
2: with him? Uh, it's. It's hard for me to to, to say without getting too much into the into the show itself, but uh Humans let's just say like this. let's just say he was third on the ballot for governor for his state. I mean he yeah. is just a whack. He is a wackadoo. Is this it's, Florida it's, or where is this? Um is it Louisiana?
0: Oh Oklahoma, I believe. Oklahoma, yeah. yes, Oklahoma. Yeah,
2: that's uh, that's a sad day for Oklahoma. Um, he, um, it it it's it's really really hard to to describe. But if you think about, um, have you ever seen any of those like TV shows? And they're all they're all around like 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 power and corruption. In how I mean, it's pretty much every show in existence. But but like you get like a like a like a bloodline of people, or you get like. Um, uh, People that would that would pretty much do anything to prevent their um, you know from losing power. It's it's like it's like every story. What's really interesting about this docu series um, is that it's not just him. It's almost like all like big cat owners. First of all, they 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 all are like polygamy. Is that the right word? The multiple spouses. Yeah. yeah. They all, they all have multiple spouses. Really? All of them. Yeah. It's a very, it's a very, very strange phenomenon to the point where like some of them that they interview in the show, like they're, they have their wife sitting next to them, pregnant talking about making sure they hire the hot interns next year, um, because well, they was they're gonna weird. because they're going to have sex with them like just talking about it in front of their pregnant wives.
1: Um, Wade, uh, not that I've seen this too much, I just heard Tony many spoilers. There, 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 there is there is kind of a sex cult involved in this. I just, I just want, I just want to put that in there too. Gotcha. Um, okay.
2: But but okay. Joe Exotic is is exceptionally unique. Number one, yes. he's gay. Right. So the partner he got HIV from, he's he's only had husbands. Right. Sure. Number two, he's oh, he's he's had multiple husbands at the same time. It's just normal in this industry for some strange reason. Um, number two, he's very, very likable, especially in the beginning of the of of the series. He is just such a happy guy and he loves these tigers and he'll do anything for them. Time but, out.
0: Time out, time out. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You're telling me the guy that loves his tigers is yeah. willing to buy expired meat
2: and feed it to them.
1: Oh, yeah. But he, he, also, he also has like tiger mass graves, but that's, that's –
2: Well, he killed five of them, but that was because he got into some financial trouble. Um, that was towards the end. Okay. I, I, we're getting to a little bit in spoilers. But yes, feeding them the expired meat actually isn't that bad if you think about it because he's actually trying to make his business more profitable. In doing so, right? So, like a lot of these businesses, during the down d- during the months where there's not a lot of people coming in, you still need to feed. And I think it's on. I and, and this is going to sound crazy, but I don't believe this figure is that far off. I believe it's thirty five thousand dollars of meat per month.
0: Yeah, I mean that's. I mean, guys, I guess it all depends on how many big cats you have,
2: right? And he he really didn't like. I mean, it's illegal to kill them. Right. Yeah. As it should be. And in a lot, in this business, it's actually, they don't talk about it too much. The business is actually the cubs, it's the little babies. But they're only old and play with. Right, but they're only that big for a very, very small amount of time. So you're stuck with more and more cats the longer your business is, is successful. So somebody who's really ethical and really really does love the cats is going to do whatever they can to keep them alive. And eventually, you just have too many big cats, and you don't know what to do with all of them.
0: See, this sounds like – if if you're explaining this to me, mm-hmm. it sounds like this is the natural conclusion for most of these places. It is.
2: It is, and that's why really are we, why are we allowing it then? Well, they, we won't, and what's going to happen as a result of all this? Um, and like this services. is this is not much of a spoiler, but um, what's going to happen as a result of all this is is somebody's going to crack down on this because, first of all, you're not supposed to be selling them, right? Right, you're not supposed to be like like breeding them to be sold. Um, And that's been happening right along. And it's big money. Selling them is big money. Also, when you sell them, it's not your problem anymore. So it's actually a little bit better for the zoos to sell them because they don't have to deal with the consequences of that cat. They just get the money up front. So they breed and sell. The other problem, like you said, they all have this issue where they have too many cats. They all find ways to kill them. Every single one finds ways to kill them. What this docuseries really illustrated was it, it was kind of like like where do you go from here right and the guy goes fucking bananas um, but where do you go from here but what what really what really is interesting about the show is it, it it seems like this guy was driven to do bad things towards the end but right from the beginning there's like this 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 uh, this antagonist and the show does a fantastic job of painting her as an Killed actual sh- human murderer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's better than the tigers. Like I, I've seen so right, many memes that I right. already know the story. It's like, so,
2: so what happens is, is if you're forced to take sides in this thing, you're going to, you're, you're, you're kind of going to side with the, you're, you're, you're going to, you're going to side with the tiger King. Um, even though he made mistakes, um, and, he, <laughs> and you know, the, the, the general plot is that he's trying to kill her. Um, <laughs> you kind of you you, you, you kind of can't help but want him to kill her <laughs> by the time the whole thing is over. She seems like the more pure evil. He just seems like somebody that uh that picked that picked some bad life choices um and ended up where he ended up. But anyway, um I'm sorry I I spent so long talking about it. It could almost be its own episode. Um but so- that's the, the obsession is because he is a super likable guy. It's almost like if you were to watch Breaking Bad, right? you kind of are rooting for you're kind of rooting for um uh, i don't even remember his name uh, walter white yeah you're kind yeah. of rooting for walter white even when he's standing there in his underwear in the opening scene with a gun to his head you're like i i don't know what's going on with this fucking chemistry teacher but i i i hope it all turns out okay for him and then the end of the episode you're like Holy fuck, what did I just watch? Right. And then you watch like all five or six or whatever seasons. And even the last episode, you're like, that was the best fucking show ever. But you forgot, like in the back of your head, you're like, well, he's actually really fucking terrifying. Well, it's like
0: Tony. It's, I mean, the originator, like off the top it's of Sopranos. my head, was, yeah. Yeah. Tony Soprano. Yeah. It's like, you yeah. love him, you want him to succeed. But man, he does some super, yep. super shitty things. And it's kind of like, yeah. Oh, it makes it difficult to root for sometimes, but you still end up kind of rooting for him. So I can, I can get that. I understand. Well, well, and
2: Wade, you've always said in Connor, I'm sorry, I just talked over you. Um, right. You've always said that power corrupts and absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. And I huh. think this just kind of is an illustration of that. That said, whatever it is, five or six episodes. You, it is, it is way drawn out. I mean, it takes for, it takes way too long for them to get the points across. I I don't think, I don't think that the series for those people that are like, Oh, I guess I'm going to have to watch it. It's not something that, that I would recommend because it it is a lot of like footage that was thrown together to make it a complete series And those types of docuseries. I don't love, um, So for those reasons, people who have been hesitant about it, you're not going to get my fucking recommendation. My wife, on the other hand, is pretty much like the Tiger King meme generator. And she is just, she just, I mean, you see the stuff she puts up. It's it's at the point where like people are just expecting more out of her. (laughs) They're like, they're like, "I, I haven't gotten my daily dose of of Carol Baskin or the Tiger King today, Jen hasn't put up any memes. And there's cross memes. Like it'll be like a like like they'll combine shows, like they'll get like a concept from the office and then merge it in. It's yeah.
1: So speaking of quasi-cult leaders who are flirting with death currently, just in on the newswire, Kim Jong-un is possibly brain dead. What? After, after uh, complications from cardiac surgery
0: last Holy week. Holy shit. Well, this could go really, really good or really, really bad. And I well, think it's going to go really, really bad. It's going to
1: go really, really bad regardless. But yes, he, so he missed a couple of important uh, Korean state events. And... It's coming out on the news now that he is uh, in, uh, what are they, they're saying grave danger, but there are reports from within the administration, the administration that he had. Dude, that's and the, end. Un-
0: does his he family. have children? No.
1: Ooh, end of the legacy. That's it? If, and if he, he murdered everyone in the family that could have possibly taken over. Wow. Power
0: vacuum. And well, no, really do good no, things no. To happen with power vacuums. You no, know, that
2: China, that country China, China, has worshipped a dead leader before. I don't think it's going to change. Not really,
1: anything. though. Well, no, but no, because here's the thing: is that like, basically, the Chinese kept him in power, so it would, that country would be his problem. Like they can't they can't deal with fucking North Korea. Like North Korea is in the throes of a massive COVID outbreak, and they just have been kind of like not you know like they just uh, there's nothing going on. They're going to shoot people trying to come across the border. Oh
0: Jesus Christ! Nor-
1: <laughs> North Korea North Korea is like North the East.
0: fucking North Korea is like the ISIS of of communists.
1: But, <laughs> like you no, know, I mean like this. Yeah, this could this could, this could get fucking real hairy. That that, could, uh, that, could, that could imagine just
0: because like Jesus, there are some nut jobs still in there like. Imagine some fucko in the state spins this like it was an American fucking tampering with the surgery, and like all of a sudden, oh, this could get real bad real quick.
1: Yeah, he was only thirty six years old.
0: Yeah, but he fucking you know. Well,
1: but yeah, he was he was overweight a smoker or everything like that yeah
0: i mean probably pretty much every bad habit like it's one and, thing to be yeah, overweight there, it's another thing to be a smoker it's to be the combination well, of the heavy drinker
1: that and you have fucking you have fucking cardiac surgery and you come down with covid in the middle of it it's just like wow well, that's that's what no, but i mean you like, have
0: surgery in north yeah, Korea. but <laughs> that's sick i mean now that guy's a piece of shit he I, uh, that's fine no, no, he, dude, yeah i can laugh at his death i don't care He's he's a fucking jerk, just like his father and his fucking loser grandfather. That being said, it is scary who's going to kind of take over. I mean, just chat. You don't think China will step in? No, because there's too many people to fucking feed.
1: <laughs> no, no Ch- China's got its own problems. Yeah, China doesn't want. China doesn't want.
0: Ah, is this an opportunity you know- to take? Hey, South Korea, send aid. Maybe we, uh, maybe we aren't so bad.
1: I mean, like that might be a thing, but China might China might fucking stretch their roads because they don't they don't want they don't want a democratic country on their border.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, though. I mean, if they're not going to get involved, somebody's going to have to get involved. No, no,
1: I, I'm yes, yeah, so, but I'm I'm saying like this might the, the everything that China's been doing right. Yeah, and again, we don't like to much into politics. Sorry, but like you know, like one of the things that's coming out right now is that. Never mind that, like they were having that fucking dichotomy about um, what, you know, like there's the whole pushback about like who who knew what when blah 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 blah. Uh, there were people in the Chinese party that were going out and buying personal protective gear from around the world while they were while they were sitting on, to basically to 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 to, to hoard before the fucking storm came in. Yeah. Like I I just I I I think that things are going to get very uncomfortable on that corner of the world very quickly now.
0: Whatever. I got I got South Korea's back.
1: Just no, feed, I know so, just, so,
2: so. Just, just feed them all to the Vitus. Yes. Yeah.
1: Or 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 yes. You you, you, you you make you make like a hundred vituses and just have them fucking uh, rumble the world.
0: With that being said, we have run over. And right. shutting it down. All right. <laughs> The task at hand is to shut it down, and so it's getting shut down. Good Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thanks. Um, I don't need your approval, though. <laughs> <laughs> i take it back. Thank you. take it back. Um, it wasn't I wasn't appreciated at all. No. You're, such,
2: you're such an asshole. So are you. I'm going to cry when we stop recording. So
0: laugh about animals just, being fed to other animals. <laughs> fucking monster.
2: <laughs> no, just right. world leaders. <laughs> Well, yeah, fuck
0: Worldly. Fuck that guy. That guy sucks, dude. All right. We're not rehashing it. We're not getting into it. Final point. That guy sucks. So does his dad, so does his grandfather. So does his country.
2: Want some kimchi Vitus? Here you go. Oh.
0: Um, with that being said, though, uh, if anyone has a suggestion for another topic aside from COVID, because we're really trying to avoid that topic, because it is all that we are living right now, uh, please drop a drop a suggestion on the Facebook page. Um Or on the Instagram page if you want to But Facebook page is a little bit better for that Instagram is more kind of pictures and likes and things like that I don't know Regardless, thanks for listening And uh, Gunner, why don't you take us out?